Damn it, Nick. I love being on here with you guys, Nick and Joe. I really appreciate it. TLDR, you guys are awesome. So, Joe, when we were at Boston Fan Expo, one thing we've talked a lot about is how we ran into a few creators who we wanted to talk to, in addition to blowing up Ryan Parrott's spot, which we still feel really bad about. Um, but one of the creators that we ran into is was working on a series. They had already written it for Substack, put it out on Substack, and we were I was very excited about it, so much so that I hadn't read a single page of the title, but I still got a print, got it signed by the writer, and the artist who is joining us today, Joe who is making their TLDR debut today? Well, today I'm very excited to uh, welcome Ryan Venom Boy Stegman. Vanish Boy. Vanish Boy. Vanish Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're very excited. I mean, I've, you know, I've talked about, you know, uh, your and Donnie's run on Venom and King and Black on this show before. You know, we're huge fans of your, your art, your cover art. Everything. So when we got to you know meet you at Boston Fan Expo, um, we had a ball, and now um, you know getting the chance to talk to you, I'm very excited about it. Well, thank you. I'm I'm excited to do this. Particularly a big fan of your mirror work. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially even though especially because it pisses off chips. Oh, chip, chip, that's chip, right. <laughs> yeah. M- mirror work. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so when we had so when we had Chip on last time, which by the way, he is uh, the first voice that you hear on this show. He's part of our intro now. Oh God, um, I can't. I gotta go. Uh, <laughs> he uh he said he, he talked about your i think it was his daredevil one cover mm-hmm. joe right yeah you know, you and, drew and, every and I had, I had oh yeah you guys told me glass. about this at boston yeah i did yes. i did draw all the, the panel panes of glass yeah. that's the that's like the best thing i've ever drawn and it was just it was for his book which is such a shame i can't believe i did that not for my book <laughs> that's an ungrateful well it's great bastard. i've got you can't see it but i've got it framed and now that print is hanging uh up here in bag end along with um you know uh a lot of lot of great other comic book artists here, but uh, we're here today to talk about Vanish. Which, holy smokes, I read this getting ready for this interview, and I got to tell you, I, I've at the end of the year we um, we do sort of a show like looking back at the year, and we you know nominate books for best of the year, and I put this immediately on that list. I'm reading it, and I go, this is pardon my French, but this is fucking awesome. I tried to warn everybody. We, we went away for a little <laughs> bit to make this thing, but I think it's, I think it's going to be a big hit when it comes out because uh, you know, truly I, I mean, I hope you got this feeling, but there's like this whole world now to be explored. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, you can feel like the, the vastness of everything that we're doing, even though it's about, you know, one guy uh, there's like a whole universe that we've created. And uh, I think it's going to be, yeah, I think people are going to love it. Yeah, well, that was that was one of the things. I, I mean, I'll just jump to the question right now. Then we'll, we'll we'll jump into the synopsis and tell people what it's about. But that was one of the, one of the big takeaways I took away was there's so much potential here for for you and Donnie to explore this world. Mm-hmm. You know how how deep do you guys plan on and going? You know into this world. Um, well, we we've already discussed spinoffs, but again, like I mean, we know that we that you know I know that the interest is high, and I think that we're going to do well at, at FOC. Um, <laughs> but uh, the idea was we we planned out eight issues. We absolutely know where the eighth issue ends, and we know that that it's a very final um, story, you know, ending to that eight issue arc. But it, it it opens up a whole new world that can go on forever. And that's our hope is to get to that eighth issue, have the interest still be so high that we can uh, continue the story. And then also 
um, you know, we already worked, we already worked out some spinoff stuff. Um, we did it, uh, you know, a while back. And so there's, you know, like 10 stories that we want to spin off and have other creators do. But again, you know, just because we do well at the outset, we have to make sure that, you know, the interest stays high and, and that it's worth our while. But, uh, you know, this is, you know, we could, we could do a million different things with this. Yeah. 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 Can. Yeah. It's mind blowing. Go ahead, Joe. So, synopsis. so I'm going to, I'm going to hit the people with synopsis. Fun fact about me, second interview in a row where I'm going to say this, I can't, uh, read. So Oliver Harrison was a mythical hero who slayed the greatest threat to his realm before even hitting puberty. But that was then. As an adult, Oliver leads an average cookie-cutter suburban life. Aside from the fact that he's mentally unstable, massively paranoid, smokes like a chimney, and gets blackout drunk every night to hide from his horrific nightmares. Will the arrival of a superhero uh, team called the Prestige prove the madness isn't all in Oliver's head? And what about all the epic fantasy crap from his childhood? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome stuff, and the design of the character, the main character too, Oliver Harrison, is awesome too. And I, so, Thank for you. me, you talk about Ryan. The I, I do want to hear about the design, but you touched on like the expansion of this world and the, all the potential that it has. So, did you guys come up this with this while you were doing Venom, or was it like afterwards? And you just like was it over the course of a couple of weeks, or what was that process? Uh, people can actually we we've posted it before on the KLC website because um, it actually was born out of we were doing a podcast, me and Donnie, uh, together. And, uh, he, uh, went on a rant about why Harry Potter sucks. And one of his, <laughs> one wow. of his, um, his big things was why are they enlisting these children in this war? Why don't the adults just fight the war? Um, <clears throat> and he's like, it's, and you know, that's a good point. It's really fucked up. Right. Mm. Um, so he, then called me after that show and he was like, cause we had been trying to come up with a creator owned idea. We had a couple that stalled out, you know, you, you just try to force an idea and force it until you're like, it's not right. So he called me with this one and he was like, you know, that spawned a whole um, idea of, you know, the whole idea of Oliver Harrison. And uh, he just called me after the show and he's like, I think I have a really good idea. And he started pitching it. And then, you know, really, he just had that that seed of an idea. And then he came out to um, uh, my house and we, it was during while we were working on Venom 200. And uh, he we just broke the whole story down over, a you know, a week. And I sat and I was sitting there drawing and um, doing designs and he was throwing out ideas. And, you know, I'm looking at the. Right, right off, off camera here, I have my uh, my lazy boy in my office, and he was just sitting there, and I would sit here, and we would just we just talked it out and came up with the whole thing, and then we finished Ven Venom two hundred and went right into it. Yeah, that's that's hilarious because as I'm reading this, I go, this feels like, you know, an, either an R rated version of Harry Potter or a giant F U to Harry Potter, and then you mix in a little Highlander in there at, at, yeah. at a certain point, and. I just love that because you know I've you know I've I've read you know and and seen all the Harry Potter movies and books and and you and you get that vibe right and you're like yeah that makes complete sense like right, why yeah, are I mean, the children fighting the war we we like to say Harry Potter meets the boys meets Inglorious Bastards you yeah know, like there you go so it's 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 all of that wrapped into one thing 
Yeah, the boys. That was I was actually talking to my uh, significant other I, like about this book because I was just so excited after reading the first issue. I'm like, it's got a little bit of the boys in it, and uh, and I mean, you're only like just you're just touching the surface with this in the right. first issue too, of course. Uh, but you know, you talked about we talked a little about the the process of putting this all together. Oliver Harrison's design. I mean, that mm-hmm. is the thing. Look, when I see Donnie Cates is writing something, I'm very interested, obviously. When I see you are drawing something, I'm very interested. But when I see the des- the first design for this character, I am like, holy fuck, I want to know this dude's deal, like, back and front, like, everything. What was the, the – can you take us through the creative process of his design, like, in the image that we have, that Joe and I both have on our green screens right now? Yeah, I mean – so I grew up uh, an image kid, you know, that's, that, that was my shit was, that's how I got into comic books. It's fine that I'm swearing, right? I think you swear. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. 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 We speak fluent yes. French. I'd be insulted right. if you didn't actually. Um, but I, uh, I did, or I, that was what I was into. That's what, that was my gateway into comic books. My first stuff was spawn, you know, then I was reading wildcat, you know, and I started reading all the image stuff. And then I was like, Oh, what, you know, maybe Marvel isn't stupid. Cause that's kind of like the way I was thinking at the time. <laughs> and uh, I started reading Marvel after that and got really into that. But the, the thing that I loved about image comics was the covers were so striking. They always had these really cool looking characters. I mean, some of them in retrospect, weren't that cool looking, but they seemed cool to me at the time. Uh, and I, so when we created this, I was like, I have to have something iconic. I have to have that first cover with the character dead center, you know, and really show off what how cool they are and so it took a while like i i definitely knew i wanted him to have a mask um i knew that i wanted some kind of cape and that was really all i had and then we when we started pushing it towards this you know magic or not magic school but you know like this military thing um i started looking up like uh you know, old British military gear, even though this isn't British at all, but they had cool looking military gear. And I kind of found this, uh, you know, the the buttons that he has on his cape and thought, you know, I could use that. And then, you know, I added the feathers and, you know, it took a, a lot. Some designs take, you know, no time at all. Like Null, when I designed him in Venom, somehow that just fell out of me. We were just so on the same page. This one we were creating from scratch. We were creating the world, the story, you know, everything else. So, um, I did quite a few different designs. I kept trying different types of masks. And then we figured out the, you know, the concept of it's basically like a Dr. Strange cape that he um, ties to get, he laces together in front to hide his identity. Mm. Um, then I, uh, you know, then I felt like I was really onto something and we have something iconic. If, and if, I mean, people that don't haven't read it yet, they or I, I guess this is a spoiler, but not really. It's the same cape that he wore to the to the military school that he went to when he was young Mm -hmm. um it's just now it's he's sewn up the front and Mm -hmm. um you know he wears it out so yeah i wouldn't say that's an overly spoily thing it's a detail that they figure out pretty early and it doesn't really i wouldn't say it gives much away but so you know with with this so yeah i would love i I have the print now that you guys signed up boston fan expo so glad that i got that in your face joe um (laughs) i also want an action figure for this guy like yesterday i do too yeah oh my god so so, you know tell donnie to get on it he's not here with us right now so you so we can bully him a little bit i guess well we Um, need it to be a massive hit i mean i think that that that's the type of stuff that happens you know like we could commission them now, I feel like, but I would rather wait until somebody comes sure. knocking and wants to put it out. But I mean, I, I could see a Funko Pop, all that stuff. 
Oh, that'd oh. be cool too. Joe. Joe's a big Funko guy. Yeah, that, I get that one too. But so, you know, the, so the end product is awesome for, for Oliver. But was for you, like, was there, since this is one from scratch kind of, and I know with Null and everything, you guys are going through that design process too. And it's, you know, in the Marvel universe and it's a huge deal. It was, was there a lot of second guessing on your end? Like, were there a lot of different variations of Oliver when you were going through the design process? Of oh, yeah. Someday someday I'll put that all out there. I have sheets and sheets. Because when I do, do designs, I usually just take a piece of typing paper. I take like a fat marker because I don't want to get caught up in the details. And I'll just draw something. No. Draw something. <laughs> no. You know, there's a little piece of that that I like. Let's expand on that. And uh, it just sort of came together that way, slowly but surely. And then... Uh, you know, it even took a little while to get the color scheme right and all that. But um, I mean, the same with, you know, Baron Vanish, a character that people would become familiar with in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, that one also took a little while because, again, you know, it's almost like I had to because because these characters were brand new to us. We had to like I would start designing them and, and be like, I need to know more about their past. And then we would just start spitballing. And we'd be like, here's, you know, and then I, you know, Donnie's so great at this, which is I just will do something. And then he's like, you know, that gives me an idea. And then he takes it and runs with it. And so, there, you know, it, it all kind of, you know, becomes this mesh of ideas. This was probably addressed, you know, through the whole Substack process. But for those of us who, you know, who don't have the Substack, um, how much, you know, input do you have in terms of creating the story with Donnie? So I know that the this book is created by the both of you. He's the primary, the writer. Um, and, and you're the artist, but what is the back and forth that you two have together in terms of putting this story together? Is it simply Donnie, you know, sends you a script and 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 you draw it, or is there a lot of collaboration between the two of you and where this is going? There's a ton of collaboration. We've we've definitely we've worked together for a long time now, and we've kind of um, we have a like a shorthand. We when we talk to each other, um, you know, there's like I said, like there's the idea that gets thrown out and then it be, gets thrown back. And then, and then by the end, we're not sure who's come up with what he, he's, he's, he's always, I would I, like, I don't want to take any credit for like the overall story structure or anything, but you know, we like on issue four, which we've completed um, the, that was done Marvel style almost entirely where like, he just, you know, it was like this scene, this scene, this scene. And then I just broke it all down myself and, you know, it, it was really fun because I think it's it's hard for him to want to do that because he doesn't, you know, I don't think he would do that with every artist, but he definitely starts, I think he got really excited because I would do stuff. And like I said, he'd be like, oh, you know, it's, that's good. I'm going to take this and then add it here, you know, and it's just like, there's nothing stopping us. There's no constraints. You know, we, there's no previous books that we have to, um, that we mm. have to use so it just all snowballs together and becomes like all new ideas so is that part of the reason why you guys work together you know so much because there's just that that connection between the two of you in terms of you know he knows what you're capable of and you kind of know what he's expecting and it just it all just works yes i mean we i mean from day one we definitely had a connection that we you know where we could kind of do that type of stuff like we just he he's an image kid too like we're this we come from the same tree and so we both completely understand what the other one's trying to do um and the i feel like my art is stronger because of uh what he does and then his 
uh, writing gets stronger because of what I do in return. It's very symbiotic. Hey, symbiotic. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Bravo. Thank you. But we don't, we don't, want to talk, we don't talk about Venom. What, what is that? I yeah. don't know. That's Oh, that's what that was going for? I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. I know something else. Um, but, you know, we get a lot of characters in the first issue of Vanish. You know, we, we get Vanish, we get Oliver, a um, few others. I'm curious, like, of all the ones we get in the first issue, whose story are you most excited for people to experience as you guys flesh things out over these next eight issues, or next seven issues, I should say? I think that Ellen, his wife, um, is a really interesting character personally. And we've both come to sort of really adore that character. And um, I'm excited for you guys to see more of where that goes. Cause she's, she's not in the first issue very much, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we really have, she's become a focal point of the story for us. Oh, that's cool. I can, I can definitely see that too, just because like you mentioned her a little bit early on and then the, the way like you revisit her, it's kind of get thrown off. I, mm-hmm. At least I did when I was reading, I didn't ask you about that, Joe. And then later on we see her. Yeah. So like, definitely a ton of potential, but man, you got a lot of cool characters that we meet in the, in the, right the drip. I mean, there's, yeah, there's already some stuff. I mean, at the, by the end of issue four, I'm just like, I can't, I can't wait to do more with this character. There's even stuff in issue four that we're like, we're like, we don't necessarily have a full explanation for, um, but we have like a, a seed of one that's so that is so cool that like when we get to it, it's gonna you know blow people's minds. Joe, this is that point in the podcast where you usually ask the creator was, we have on. I was getting to it. You stepped on my funk. This is sorry. Well, you know, I'm just so excited. And this is the one I've been usually when we have people on Joe, once we hear about all the stuff that's coming, Joe always asks, Well, the you know, shameless you plug of can you or the shameless ask of, Yo, yeah, could you just, you know, send us the next few issues and, uh, you know, we'll give them a look and have you on again? But <laughs> uh, I thought this was going to be uh, where do I get my ideas from? Right. right, oh. right, right. <laughs> I, uh, I will certainly once we get so we're we have to you know there's like a whole process with image and we have to finalize PDFs but yeah I wouldn't mind uh, letting you guys get a sneak preview wow um, when they're finalized they're not quite finalized yet but they're the arts all there but uh, you know you don't want to see it without the words you know you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't make you know yeah. Wayne Gretzky you, Michael Scott you no know, you, you miss a hundred percent yeah that you don't make you make, oh right yeah good right. job well, Joe. You, know, anyway, I, yeah. you know yeah you, you threw Sick me burn. so <laughs> actually no, but, you, 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 but you were joking though Ryan about like where where your ideas come from when you talk about this being like you know Harry Potter and the boys and everything like that now with like the Harry Potter influence that we have in here like yes you like Joe got that vibe right away but at the same time as he's as I'm coming to realize that I don't feel like you know you're not like you're pulling from your influence by, it, but that's it. We're all influenced by different shit with the boys. Again, it's early, but do you guys, again, where we talk about like going back through things, second guessing yourself, when you start to look at, Oh, we're going to take this on. And it's stuff that people are doing because then invincible does do a little bit of a, a similar commentary as well. Again, is there like apprehension on your guys end throughout that developmental process? I'm not sure I understand the question. Well, that's because it was really lengthy and it was really shitty. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, no, that's I, called karma, Nick. Uh, that's, you know what, Joe? Touche. So, Ryan, I guess what I mean is that where I talked before about the design, where mm-hmm. was there any second guessing on your end? When you guys start introducing the element of the boys in there, when that sort of thing is so prevalent now, was there apprehension on your guys' end during that developmental process too? Oh, 
I mean, there's always some apprehension for sure. Um, but I think that Donnie and I did the that book, that Venom thing that we talked about for a second. Um, <laughs> and uh, we definitely, like, we have a thing. We have a tone. We have a, um, a type of thing that we like. And this just, we just are doing more of that. So I didn't, I, I don't feel like it's anybody else's thing. It's me and Donnie's thing. Mm. It's just, we have influences for sure, but that stuff has influenced everything that we do. Absolutely. So, but so yeah, no, no apprehension. On my, I mean, we, this is entirely unique in the end. Oh. Um, you know, I use that those, those things to pitch it because it makes it palatable to people, but truly once you read it, it is, it's going to go off in directions that, you know, you would never imagine infinite potential with this thing yeah. after the first issue. Fucking yeah. Awesome. One of the things I love too, and, and I don't think this is too spoiler. I don't think it's spoiler at all, but uh, is it, this concept of, you know, good guys and bad guys and mm. those lines, not just getting blurred, but almost reversed at certain points who came up with that idea of sort of having the shifting narrative between, you know, good guys and bad guys and, and, and going back and forth. Well, I mean, it's, it, it's just kind of, again, like, that's just what we do. Like that's where the, you know, Venom was an anti-hero. Then he, we kind of made him a hero, but we also gave him demons in his past. You know, that's what I find interesting in characters. Um, I think that Donnie is particularly good at balancing that, you know, doing that balancing act. Mm. Um, so, you know, I just think that that's kind of uh, what people find interesting about our work in the first place. And so initially, as, as Nick uh, mentioned before, you know, this was done on Substack. Uh, so what, you know, where, when did it, you know, become apparent to you that we should, you know, take this from Substack, which is a, you know, a, a paid service and send it out to the masses and get it out there for everyone to read? Well, we, I mean, the plan was always image. There's no way I'm ever going to, you know, I was ever going to do a creator owned book that wasn't at image. It's just hmm. like a life goal goal. It's like drawing Spider-Man, you know, like this was the thing that I was obsessed with. Um, this is the thing that I was going to um, follow, you know, and I, I was never going to end my career without having done this. Um, so what actually happened was we were going to do something similar to what Scott Snyder did with um, Noctera where we were going to do a Kickstarter just so that I, cause I, I wouldn't get paid until the book comes out. Um, and we were going to do this Kickstarter, do a black and white edition. People were going to get that before the book came out at image. Um, and then we had the Kickstarter all set and then the Substack offer came in and it's been, you know, there was, we, we had a lot of fun on there. Um, we do, you know, live streams and uh, have all kinds of content on there and it's, been really just a good way to reach the fans and um so i guess that that's you know it it just kind of happened that we were going to do that but we also knew when we were doing the Substack that we were going to do um the image it was going to come out at image now i, I do wish uh that it would have we would have gotten it out sooner but there's just so many things that i could have never predicted about creator own comics uh, you know, it basically became a, it's, it becomes a different type of job, um, you know, where I, have to, I don't just have an editor that, that takes care of everything. Uh, you know, it turns out they're good at their jobs. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, it's taken a little while, but now it's the machine is like humming and, you know, things are getting done. So have you found that there's been any challenges uh, with Substack? Because again, it's, it's a paid thing. So yes, you're, you're, you're providing a lot of content and getting it, getting it out there and stuff that, you know, the average, you know, comic reader, comic fan, you know, doesn't get access to, but there's still, you know, a portion, I think of people that would like to get that stuff that, that, that doesn't have access to it. So have you found there being any pushback, you know, uh, on your end or any other just sort of challenges that you've, uh, you noticed over the past year? Just of like creator owned or. Yeah. Just like, you know, like putting stuff out there, but then maybe people say, well, I, you know, I would love to get my hands on that stuff, but I can't because I'm not going to, you know, pay X, Y, or Z or stuff that you'd wish you could maybe put out there uh, that, you know, you're just limited, you know, because Substack um, is set up the way that it is. Um, I guess, you know, I was, I was in year two of Substack, we've got, we lowered the prices in year one, they kind of got to set the prices cause they had, you know, given us a certain amount of money. But, um, I, I mean, I think that we provide a lot of good content for what people pay for. And, um, so there were, there were definitely pitfalls, but I worked really hard on it and, um, I think, you know, people come up to me at shows, they seem super excited about it. They, they really enjoy what we do on there. Um, so, you know, the, 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 the hard part, what, what I'm really getting at is I have employees that help me, you know, I paid people to work on Substack yeah. and that yeah. is a, its own a- animal. Like I don't, I've oh. never had an employee in my life, you know, so <laughs> it's like meetings and it turned, I started doing, you know, like I, I was doing, uh, video game a couple video games things and then uh toy design stuff not but like box design and um all those things all of a sudden i was having it feels like i have a meeting every day i'm like no i just want to i'm i just want to go in my office and draw pictures and sit at my desk like what (laughs) the hell is this um and uh so that's kind of you know it's just it's just a new world and some people are made for it but i mean ultimately I just want to draw. And over the year, it became easier. The machine starts to take care of itself. Um, but, you know, at first it was it was like really eye-opening and, and a whole different, you know, way of working. So obviously you got this going on with Vanish. That is your main focal point. Now we're finding out that you have all these meetings. As much as the machine is taking care of itself, there's a whole lot of other things going on besides you just drawing this book. And of course, you're doing covers as well for some creators who maybe we don't like a whole heck of a lot. Um, yeah. They're ungrateful, apparently. But um, but in all seriousness, so is that the plan kind of going forward now? Like work on Vanish, focus on Vanish, do the stuff for Substack, and then do some covers here and there where like you have room? Yeah, I mean, I, I've talked about it on my Substack too, and I can't get too into um, into the weeds on it. But I I do have a, another image book that I'm working on uh, with um, a couple people. I'm not drawing it; I'm I'm writing it, I'm ah, writing it with okay. somebody. So we were we'll wondering have that. about that if you were going to venture into writing a little bit more and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely want to do more of that. I mean, my, my preference is to work on. It's almost like I want to write scripts. But I want somebody else to draw those. I want to write the ones that Donnie writes. Like, you know, I, I don't know why, but it's it's just more, it's kind of fun that way. So um, that's kind of the, uh, yeah, the, 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 there's all kinds of stuff coming up that, that will be, I mean, if people join KLC Press, they'll, you know, they can even join the free, you know, there's a free uh, mm-hmm. newsletter tier and they'll find out all about all this stuff. 
I tell you what, too, kids love change. Like that is, uh, I, I do like that title quite a bit for for the substance. <laughs> I know it kind of sounds, it kind of sounds, you know, a little weird, but it, 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 where it comes from and what it means to us, it was worth it. Yeah. I don't think it sounds weird at all. Maybe that just means I'm weird. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I like it. Um, I, it feels I, like I it fits, you know. I know. I kind of was like, yes, it's all. It's like when people started telling me that null is means the f word in in Swedish. I believe. I was like, like, they were like saying it like, huh. you guys fucked up. I was like, no, don't you get it? That's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great. I didn't know that. Now I love the character even more, you know? That's right. great. Yeah. Uh, what a, it's man. a happy accident. Um, what was I gonna say? So, so I, I understand that you can't tell us more about that image book that you're, you're writing right now. Um, is it just, is it in the, like, but is it in the developmental stage? Is it like a couple years away? You think, can you tell us that? No, it, it should be. I mean, I, we don't have a, a release date set. I have to get on, you know, get with image and figure mm-hmm. that out. But it's, I mean, the issue, issue one is finished. Um, we're going to have a lot done before that one comes out. We're just going to, mm-hmm. we're just going to blast through and probably have like six issues at least in the can before it starts coming out. And then maybe do something fun with the release, maybe release, you know, them weekly. I, who knows? I'm going to talk to image about what they think is, is best, but that book is going to be just a machine that, that doesn't stop coming. Nice. Oh, I'm very yeah. excited for this yeah. shit. Wow. I've got a, like the guys that I'm working with on it are, it's crazy. Like I, I almost feel like I'm, I'm the, the, the one holding up the, the train and that, that never happens. I'm, you know, I feel like I'm super professional and these guys are just, I'm like, you guys, you don't have to do it so fast. I don't have time <laughs> to keep up with this. Good problem to have. Yeah. So, you know, over, over your, your career, you've drawn, you know, so many, you know, and worked on so many, you know, iconic characters, you know, the symbiote who shall not be named null carnage, right. You've done a lot of, a lot of great stuff, you know, at Marvel and now dipping into your own, you know, creator stuff. But is there, is there a character, whether it's Marvel, DC image, anywhere that, you know, you would love to get your hands on and draw for, you know, any sort of, you know, run. So, I mean, I'm super happy doing creator-owned, obviously. Like, I really, really love this. It, it feels totally different. It feels, there's just such, like, a pride that goes along with it. But having said that, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've I done a lot of Spider-Man stuff, but I want my Spider-Man moment, and I want it to last a while. I'd like to do Batman someday, um, but, you know, it's Spider-Man's my, you know, that's just my guy. So, yeah. And, and so with some of the stuff that's been, been coming out in the MCU, you know, uh, you know, with the, with the necro sword, do you have any insight? Are we going to, are we going to get some, oh, you know, God. some null, right? Are we going to, we going to get some of this, this, this badassery? If uh, I knew anything, do you think I would be able to say anything without losing my job? Well, you know, I, I got to <laughs> ask and then maybe he'll tell us off air, uh, you know, but you plant the seed. You know? I, I honestly, I, we, we never have any, you know, there's no crossover yeah. there, but I mean, he's like one of the most successful new creations in Marvel in years. So I, yeah, they'd be silly to not use him. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. It's the balls in their court, though. But yeah. I, I think definitely get get that out there. People will love it. Yeah, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. 
So one thing that we ask creators uh, whenever we have them on for the first time, at least, um, we, you know, we I think we told you, you asked us what TLDR stood for at Boston Fan Expo. And, and Donnie, of course, clarified too long, didn't read. Um, but you asked <laughs> us what, what what we do. And when we don't do interviews, we talk to each other about books that the other guy hasn't read. So I had read God Country. Joe had not read it. So I talked about it on here. Um, he, he talked about uh, Redneck on here. I had not read that yet from Donnie. Don't tell Donnie. Um, <laughs> but we're, we always like to ask creators, what have you been reading? It doesn't necessarily have to be comics. It could be prose as well or anything else that falls under the umbrella of reading. What am I reading? Uh, I just finished or I'm about to finish tonight uh, in cold blood by Truman Capote. That's how caught up I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. I, so that is for, for I don't know why I'm reading that. That was just like, you know, you finish a book on your Kindle and it says other recommended. OK, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm reading um, what I'm doing right now is I bought this. I was in I think it was in Boston. This guy was selling. He had all these packs of comics and it would be like 50 to 100 and they were, and they had the old Sylvester Wolverine, um, which I don't know if you've seen the digital versions, but it's been butchered in some weird way. Like they, the, it doesn't look right. Oh, I think no. that what probably happened is they had to scan it from the comic pages, then level out the color, then oh, recolor geez. it. And because I, I started reading it digitally, and I was like, this, the drawing here is incredible, but man, this finish is nuts i can't believe people like this back in the day then i got the books so i was like oh it was it's all just messed <laughs> up because that so i bought that and every night i take one of those to bed that's i'll usually read one of those and then i'll you know go back to reading about people murdering each other or whatever i, else I read <laughs> well, i mean that's what you guys like writing about apparently too so yeah kind of yeah um so like you know you, you talk about you know artists from the past i'm curious who were your influences growing up because obviously you have your own style um right. but i'm curious who who you were interested in growing up and then now today who you look at the, the current artist who who you look at and maybe say i don't know maybe like I, oh i wish i could do that or you just really enjoy their work in general well i would like to flip this i want to see who you think my influences are just name uh, name three Oh shit, me? Yeah, uh, well, you mentioned Mark. Both Sebastian. of you guys. Yeah. Mentioned Mark. Oh, got Mark. Is Mark one of them? Oh, I'm, not gonna, I'm not good. I'm not good on the spot. Okay, okay. so uh, if so, okay, if Mark's one of them, then and you mentioned Spawn, so Todd's one of them. Yep. Okay, Huge. and then I mean, Jim Lee. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. It, it, I, I describe it as this, and a lot of the the guys from that era, and then a lot of guys embody this now. But I um, love art where the it's like a cartoony drawing that is then rendered realistically so that you know there's arthur adams you've got your joe Matarera, you got your jim lee you got mm. your you know i guess you wouldn't really people wouldn't say that jim lee is cartoony but he's cartoony uh Todd i've seen i've seen his psylocke i've seen his psylocke yeah 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 <laughs> um all these guys uh michael golden ends up you know you some of his work like the not because he's changed styles a lot but and I, I like all of it, but I the stuff that he did on the NAM, I think is like the best comic book art I've ever seen. Um, so yeah, uh, you can pretty much, I mean, Walt Simonson, you can go on and on down the list, but th that's of the, the guys that influenced me growing up. And then now, you know, I'm super into like, um, you know, I always love Ryan Otley's work. Um, mm. uh, Ooh, the whole stuff, man, has been yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's a really cool story uh jorge jimenez uh, mm -hmm. is doing great stuff um i'm trying to think 
because uh, I have all these friends that do it and I, I feel like I'm not going to say that <laughs> and then they're going to be mad at me. Um, you know, uh, Greg Capullo is a huge influence on me and he's mm. current and past. Yeah. Um, I was actually, I was at a bar with him in Toronto this weekend cause we were at Toronto fan expo. Oh, I can only and imagine <laughs> this, ki- this kid came up and he's like, I'm such a fan of you guys, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he's like, uh, you know, all is talking to us and he was cool. He was cool. You know, it wasn't like annoying or anything, but, uh, he's, I said, how old are you? And he said, I'm 21. I said, I said, you're not a real fan of Greg. I was a fan of him before you were born. I was following his stuff. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's one of them. I mean, God, who else? Olivier he's always amazing. Um, Pepe Larraz, you know, on and on and on. Yeah. yeah, Greg's stuff on We Have Demons because we had him and Scott on for that a little obviously a while back. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that was that was some crazy shit. And he's working on something. Is he working on something for Image right now? Is that what I've seen in season? Batman Spawn, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I thought he had some like another thing that he'd been working on. Yes, Batman Spawn. Oh, yeah. he's oh he's working on the Creech, his uh, follow up to that's volume one of the Creech. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Very, very excited for that stuff too. But yeah, I can see the Capullo influence as well. Yeah, I mean your stuff's. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Joe and I love your work, so no no surprise there. But, um, Ryan, we really appreciate the time. We know you got to get back to work, so thanks for taking some time to talk to us about Vanished. We'll have to check in with you on this other image book that you're working on down the line. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to be back. <laughs> I like Nick's just like, I'm out. All right, we're yeah. done.